We're living in the age of podcasting, which also means the age of podcast networks with large back catalogs, long-running series, limited programming, and even cross-network collaborations. How are publishers supposed to keep this all organized? With Spreaker, of course. Spreaker's customizable publisher plan lets you organize your content exactly how you want it and gives you enough pod tech tools to monetize the largest back catalogs. If you're into premium offerings for subscribers, check out Spreaker's customized RSS feeds to upload and schedule exclusive content with ease. Or use our campaign manager to manage different campaigns from one central platform. Once your podcast business gets big enough, you can even add multiple networks to one account and collaborators assigned to each one. That helps keep the true crime series away from the comedy podcasts and make sure you get the advertisements that will resonate the most with your listeners. So let's move from the age of podcasting to the age of the podcast network with Spreaker. Head to Spreaker.com to learn more. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. You are listening live to Voice of the People USA Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. And this show is not heavily promoted whatsoever. And I did that kind of on purpose. The... <laughs> We have a lot of things upcoming, and it's been way, 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 way too long since we've been away from everybody, and I do apologize for that. We've been off air, off our other radio show for the past, I don't know, three weeks or so, but nevertheless, here we are. We're back. The America Rising show is actually going to be back tomorrow, and that's going to be more of a big one. And then next week, we're going to go on a pretty large scale, actually. We're going to... We're going to take this show premium next week, allow some promotion, and pay whatever price it needs to be paid, and get it out there, get it going, have some guests on, have some segments, have some audio, and pretty much just roll with it because the time has definitely come. Being away for so long, it's just been killing me, absolutely killing me. I hate it because I've had so much to say, so much to get into, so much to rage about, to be pissed about, to go off on, and I haven't had the chance to do so. So I apologize to all the, all of our followers out there that actually do follow this show. Um, please know that it wasn't intentional. Life stuff comes, sometimes comes in the way and interrupts what you got going on and what your plans are. And things can always act accordingly. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes issues become too prevalent and it just it diverts your focus. And needless to say, that's on me, and I am sorry for that. But lo and behold, at the end of the day, here we are. We're back, and it's going to be a whole different format than what you're used to. What you are used to, as for those who do remember, is we don't really have a specific format for this show, really. What this show is is really more of a reactionary show. It's a criticism. Um, we talk about things that aren't exactly the mainstream, things that aren't always popular. And the reason why we do this is because sometimes some things need to be said. And I'm tired of everybody pussyfooting and walking on eggshells not wanting to talk about the actual issues, the actual controversial issues that are affecting this country, affecting us, our way of life. Sometimes you need to say those things. You need to put it out there and say, to hell with the consequences. This needs to be broadcasted. This opinion isn't just my opinion. It isn't just my thoughts. It's the thoughts of millions and millions of you out there. We are not alone. We are not alone at all. And we're more than just a tea party. We're more than just a 912 group. We have been around since 2007. And needless to say, <laughs> we've been holding rallies and going after you know, all the corrupt, just, I don't even know what you'd want to call it. The the corrupt scumbag politicians that lie their way into office and constantly and consistently betray us and screw us over every single day, whether it's Republican or Democrat, we the people get screwed. We the people do not have a voice. And if we do have a voice, if it's offered to us in the form of a Tea Party group, then 90% of the time that Tea Party group is going to want your money to fight the government taking your money. Why? 
why do we always and forever have to constantly and consistently offer donations? Why? Why do we have to pay for the right to utilize our freedom of speech, our right to peacefully assemble? Why do we have to pay a dime? Freedom isn't free. It's been earned. It's been fought for. It's continued every single day. Our brave men and women overseas are fighting for us, for our rights, for our freedoms. And these bastards make a mockery out of our rights. They make a mockery out of the passion of the American people, out of all of your pride and patriotism, because they want to get rich off of it. They want to capitalize on it. They want to somehow promote themselves into some figure of greatness because look what we did. Nothing. Nothing. That's what you did. Absolutely nothing. The truth of the matter is the people, all of us out there, these rallies wouldn't be successful if we didn't attend. None of this would be successful if we didn't attend. Do people not see this? Do they not realize this? Or do they just not care? That's what needs to be addressed. You have groups out there, and now here's the big one too, especially today, talking about the DREAM Act. The DREAM Act, you know, and oh my God, Congress is going to pass amnesty. Really? Really? Are they? Is that some kind of big surprise? Hang on one second. Caller, are you there? I'm here. How you doing? Who's this? This is Mayo. Coming in a little broken up there. I apologize. Uh, I said this is May. I'm calling from uh, Atlanta. How are you? How you doing? I'm all right, man. How are you? Thanks for calling in. I'm, I uh, I'm driving. I just tuned in to listen, but um, <laughs> appreciate it. Go ahead. Um, Say what you want, man. I'm <laughs> just listening to you rant on. That's all I'm doing right now. So yeah. Uh, I'll, ra- I'll raise my I, I, hand if I got something important to say. That works for me. Hey, I'm I'm just a ranter. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, I, I've been silent for too long here. I haven't been on blog talking a little bit, and like I said earlier, I do apologize because we do actually have followers of this show, and I appreciate it very very much. So, and the one the one thing that we we focus on. And I say we because I represent Voice of People USA. We're a grassroots group, and we've been protesting the illegal immigration issue since 2007. We've been holding rallies and everything else because our borders are broken. Our northern border, our southern border, our shores, they're broken. People that do not deserve the right to reap the rewards of America are entering this country illegally, taking from us, leaving our benefits, stealing our housing, our jobs, just a constant, constant thievery. Yet everybody wants to make excuses for them. And nobody wants to do anything about it. Not the Republicans, not the Democrats. And what I was talking about before is, of course, the DREAM Act. You know, that's what I was going off right when I saw you calling in, was the the fact that the Wayne Duck session is going to attempt to pass their amnesty. And my thing is, is I don't understand why there's this this sense of shock and awe that they're doing this. I mean, they've tried this before. They've tried to pass the DREAM Act before. they tried to pass comprehensive immigration reform. They're going to continue to try to pass amnesty for illegals because it's beneficial to the political parties, most notably the Democrats. Now, I myself, I'm a conservative. I'm a registered Republican, but I'm an independent thinker. And I don't have much faith in the Republican Party at all anymore. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're one and the same. The Republican Party has become just as bad as the Democrat Party. And when I see candidates out there running for office that are millionaires, doctors, lawyers, whatever they may be, and they have all the money in the world, but yet they still want to take our money to get into office, and they say they're just like us, they're not just like us. They're an elitist class. These individuals, not all of them, there's a few exceptions, like Alan West from Florida, people like that, and I'll even give it to Ron Paul for that. But the overwhelming majority are just elitists that are owned by a party platform. They're owned. They're not answering to us. They're answering 
to their bearers, if you will, to the puppet masters, if you will. These are the ones that control them. Just like the new Congress, the new class that's gotten elected into office. They're all going to D.C. to learn how to be a congressman. You have to learn how to be a congressman? Then why the hell are you running? And what I want to know is these people that are teaching them the ways of the House of Representatives, aren't these the same people that have been a cancer in this country for decades? So they're teaching this new class coming in, and what are they teaching them? What are they telling them? It's just, I guess well, my I, think some, is, I think some of it, I, I think some of it is um, procedural stuff. Some of it, I mean, hey, we got all kinds of folks that run for Congress, and you know, you can run for Congress, you can win, but you may not have the a a clue to how to even initiate a piece of legislation. Um, Correct. Same way if you join a party or you join a club or something, the next thing you know you're at a meeting and they're doing Robin's rule, Robert's Rules of Order. And it's your first yeah. time you've ever been around that. You have no clue what the formality of anything is. Um, so I think a lot of that orientation has to do, do with some of that. Um, and, and that I understand. That I can, you know, that I can get with. But it just it bothers me. I want to know who these people are teaching them. Who are the ones that are, you know, <laughs> teaching these individuals the way of uh, of the house, how it works, how it all goes down. You know, that's what irks me a little bit. But nevertheless, you know, I, I that's just my opinion. I mean, I. I this is what I do. I, I rant and I rave and I go on and on and on about all these different things because uh, it's just me. <laughs> I think there's a lot of us out there, and I'm sure you feel the same, that we felt like for way too long that we do not have the control, that we are not the most important majority in this country. And it's unfortunate, going back to the point I was saying before, is that some individuals you know, some in the supposed grassroots world want to try to steal and rob that passion, rob that movement of the people. Nobody controls or runs a movement of the people except for us. And that bothers me. Especially a friend of mine, Dan Amato, Digger's Realm. He just did a... a Dan Amato is the, the research guru. He is the god of finding out everything and anything about anyone. And he did a little investigating into Dick Army of Freedom Works. In 2008, before the whole Tea Party movement started, in 2008, Dick Army of Freedom Works was making over $500,000 a year. Imagine what he's making now, and tell me where in the hell Freedom Works was when the Tea Party started, and tell me why they self-proclaimed themselves to be the, the trend bearers the godfathers of the Tea Party movement. They're nothing. They are absolutely nothing except money-rubbing whores that want to take from us to continue to continue feeding their own expensive lifestyle, to, you know, to bloviate their ego more. And it bothers me. It bothers me to no way. And then I see people out there. I get emails a lot. You know, I must get over 150 emails a day from people all across the country. And, again, from my group, you know, from Voice of People, my new one, America Rising, it only exists because everybody out there, you know, actually gives, gives us a shot, believes in what we're saying to any degree, finds something to have common ground with, and they continue to support and be involved. And for that, always, because I know other people are listening, I got to thank you all. Because what we've been doing since 2007, we've held over 306 rallies since 2007. And we have taken donations one time. One time. We took donations to people and we went to ask. Go ahead. Right, you're, you're, uh, and your primary focus has been just immigration? I mean, is that, is that your primary focus for all your rallies? Uh, no, actually. We, we started out the immigration because oh, okay. I, I live in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, so Mayor Barletta was doing his ordinance then, the Immigration Relief Act. And we got involved because I got sick and tired of seeing people burning American flags and, you know, with their signs illegal and proud. It just kind of irked me to no end. You know, it's just <laughs> some things are wrong. And we started out holding rallies calling for immigration enforcement to 
secure our borders, to enforce the rule of law, the existing laws in the book. From that, though, I became exceptionally jaded with how things operate. So I started going after corruption, started going after taxation, property tax, just that there's so many issues we're involved in. And I think you got to be versatile. But the one thing that I learned early on, and I never understood this, Tea Party activists. Now, again, I'm a conservative. Tea Party activists, as far as I'm concerned, those people are diehard, true blue, genuine patriots. They go out there. They don't care when it is, how long, how short of a notice they've had or haven't had. They go out there. They take a stand because they believe in something. I love that. All those people, I feel a commonality with them because we have something in common. You know, they're standing up because they believe in something. But the people that try to run the Tea Party groups, which just, again, blows my mind, told us in 2008 that we weren't welcome to include the immigration enforcement issue into their Tea Parties. We weren't welcome. Why? And that was, again, this is back to the immigration issue, but I never understood that. Why not? Why not? And to my point, what I was saying before is all the emails I get from people that are active in the community, active out there at a state level and a local level, you know, federal, go to D.C., march in D.C., all this good stuff, but they want to know how come, how come nobody's talking about the one world globalist Agenda 21 thing pushed by the United Nations? How come nobody's talking about that? How come the Tea Parties aren't focusing on the fact that Arizona is a state being sued by the federal government for trying to enforce federal law? They don't want to talk about the broken border system. They don't want to talk about the immigration system. Why? Why? You know, I look at it more as these are all issues that affect this country in very, very large and disastrous ways. And if we can't address every issue openly, then what the hell are we doing? Why do we exist? Why should it all be about money, 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 money? Before the elections, the Tea Party Express, one week they said we need $500,000 in 48 hours for donation. They got their money. The next week, we need a million dollars in 24 hours. They didn't get it, and they put out an email saying that we failed. How the hell would people right. fail? People don't have money. You know, people are suffering, losing jobs, have no jobs. I'm a victim of the economy. Whatever. You know, it's just, what is the price that is attached to our freedom? You know, the Bill of Rights doesn't have a price tag attached to it. Bottom line. We shouldn't have to pay in for the right to hold rallies, for the right to speak up, for the right to get out there and take a stand and be noticed and be seen and be heard. Because one way or another, these elected officials, they see us and they hear us. They don't like us, but oh well. See, and myself and my group, we're kind of, you know, of course we got called racist and everything else when we started with the immigration stuff. Yes, I'm a, I've been called a Black Panther, a neo-Nazi, a white supremacist, um, all that good stuff. I've been called every name in the book. Um, I, I always enjoy that because the racism card is always what works so well. And they, they're afraid of the fact that people are out there and they're saying, we want to hear from everybody. We want to include every issue. We want to talk about every issue. And that's what I see a divide of now, especially now, now more than ever. A lot of people become disenfranchised saying that the Tea Party are just, they want their money and they don't feel like they belong. They, can't, they don't feel like the issues that they care about are being addressed. So what we're doing now is a new organization that I started called America Rising. And with this, to really differentiate what you asked before about Voice to the People, we're known for a multitude of issues, but mostly with the immigration issue. That's why the America Rising campaign is something that I want to include everything, from education to 10th Amendment to 14th Amendment, whatever it is, I want to kind of all compile it into one and offer a solution. We go out there, we hold rallies, we hold events. You know, we get politicians to come and speak, and me being a Republican, I go after Republicans, and they don't like me anymore. You know, because I'm not... I'm not somebody that's working for them. I'm speaking on my own free will, and they hate that. So that's, that's my belief, anyway. That's, that's where I'm coming from. I think that all of us out there, we should stop being this finger-pointing and the same calling and find the one thing we all have in common. We're all American citizens, and somehow, some way, we have common ground, 
in order to move forward in an effective way, we have to first come together in a way that's actually constructive, in a way that actually sends a unity message. And in doing that, I think you include all the issues and all the things that are facing this country. And I don't see what the argument is against that. They want to talk fiscal responsibility, fiscal responsibility. Okay. How far is that going to get us? They want to talk health care, health care. Okay, I'm against the health care bill too, but what good is it going to do to consistently talk about that when we have so many other things that are facing this country right now? Present day, things that are destroying the very fiber of what we are as Americans. It's time to stand up and face it all. Be Do you have any comments? I think I'm breaking up right now. You're, you're, you're in and out. You're doing all right. You're hanging in there, though. Uh, <laughs> so what what made you want to call in? Um, no, I mean, I hear what you say. You're, I mean, Mario, I hear your frustration, and it's, it's common. Um Trying to get your arms around everything. That's a very hard thing yeah. to do. Get your arms, Amen to arms that. around a, an entire an entire movement. And, I mean, the truth is, you can you can get people who um, who believe they're they're conservative, they're constitutional, and and you can switch from show to show. And then when you actually get those five people in a room, it, leave them in there for about you know 15 minutes, and we'll be arguing with each other. Um, so it's very, it's very hard. I mean, even even the you know majority of people aren't paying attention. I mean, so we're arguing amongst uh, uh, a small amount of people, even though it seems like a lot because we surround ourselves with like-minded people. But um, yeah. you know, you get a, you get on Facebook with uh, you know 500 of your friends and relatives and see how, and check out what they're talking about every day, and it's uh, you know not the Constitution. Um, yep. So, at the end of the day, uh, people vote in a general election based on branding and uh, whichever brand of Coke or Pepsi is, you know, tasting better that year. And it's up to us, people who are who are truly plugged in, uh, to make sure that the product is good that they're picking based on brand because they're not taste testing it. They're just picking the brand. And it's up to the the, the rest of us to get involved at the, at the primary level and early on and try to influence and get good people on the ballot because it's too late to convince people who the better who the better candidate is when you get to the general. It's, all, it's, it's too late. Too many people. Too many people voting. You're 100% right. And and that and that and that, even that with the numbers of voting, you know, it, look at how many people vote in America. Well, I think we're at 90 million, and how many you know how many people are in this country? 333 million or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to try to reach out to the the groupings of people that don't vote because they don't believe in it. They don't believe in the system. Now I vote. Because I do believe in it. I just think it's a flawed system. I think it's a broken system, but it's still, I think, the best in the world. But it's hard to reach out to everybody. You know, it's hard to get out there. Well, we've we've had rallies, man, where we've had thousands of people, and we've had rallies where we've had 20 people. You know, and you can only do so much. But as long as you're doing something, you're better off for it. You're doing your part. And I think society wants to focus focus more on on um I don't know reality television dancing with the stars survivor things like that it's great to have your vices and have your you know have all the little things that you like to do but damn it wake the hell up wake up you know that that's what blows my mind even with the even with uh, I got to I gotta jump back, I guess, to the to the amnesty issue with the illegal alien invasion. And just so it's known, just so it's known by you and everybody listening, because we do have some first time listeners, is the fact that 
I am 150% pro-legal immigration. Some groups out there want to stop immigration altogether. That's their whole big claim to fame. They want to cease immigration. America was built because of immigration. America is a nation of immigrants. It's what we are. It's who we are. And to change that would just be wrong. Because there's a lot of people out there that come here for the right reasons and want to be a part of this dream and what America is and want to actually offer something constructive, offer some form of greatness on their level to this country. But when somebody sneaks here at night, when somebody comes in on a boat or in the back of a pickup truck or whatever the case may be, I'm sorry. I don't care how bad it is in your country. Fix your own damn problems. When you break the law upon arrival, you don't win my vote. You don't get my sympathy. I have nothing. I have nothing but disdain for them because, as far as I'm concerned, it's it shows it shows a blatant disrespect to America. When you come here and you speak another language, we're Americans. We speak English. Bottom line. And we have schools and jobs catering to English as a second language. No, English is the only language. This is America. When you take the citizenship test, you got to learn, read, write, speak, understand the English language. So when you see people that are speaking Russian or Chinese or Spanish and they don't have any concept of what you're saying, I'm sorry. I'm not stereotyping, but I'm wondering now. Because you didn't care enough. You came here for your own reasons, for your own whatever it is. But all that does is take away from us the unemployment issue. All these jobs that are held by illegals that say Americans, uh, illegals do the jobs the Americans won't do. Really? When have we been offered these jobs? When have we been offered the chance? We have landlords renting to illegals. That's okay, though. Why not? Take houses away from American citizens and give them to people that are in here illegally because we deserve that, right? No. All right, now, that, right now, landlords will rent to anybody right now because... There ain't oh, nobody yeah. right there. <laughs> oh, you're 100% right. And that's a sad state, too. You know, that, right. that alone just goes to show you how bad it is. And, you know, but, yeah. go ahead. I think we go over Are you still with me? Okay. You're coming in. Well, you're not coming in at the moment. So if you are talking and, oh, we lost you. Well, hopefully you'll call back. <laughs> I know how it is with cell phones, believe me. It's not the easiest thing in the world to deal with. Uh, <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, um, Thank you, too, for calling in. I do appreciate it, and I hope you call back. And anybody, this show is open to you. I want your opinions. I want to hear from all of you because all of you are what it's about. All of you are the reason why people like myself and many, many others in this country do what we do because we're in it because we know that we're not alone. It's not just some catchphrase on Glenn Beck saying we're not alone. We know that there are others out there that feel the same way we feel, care about the same things we care about, and actually give a damn enough to go out and take a stand and step up to something. And my my thought is, as something that was tried in Hazleton here was, with Barletta was to find the landlords that rent to illegals, to find the businesses that hire illegals. As far as I'm concerned, charge them. Arrest and charge them. If there's not an act of treason in there somewhere, hiring to somebody who has no legal name, no legal social security number, somebody that is in this country illegally, and they hire or rent to them or hire them for a job over a legal U.S. citizen, that is an act of treason. Set the precedent. Set the example. All these workers in factories that everybody knows they hire illegal aliens, well, you know what? Get ice off their ass to actually go in there, do a raid, but then when you're done, take the business under into custody because they're just as guilty because they know what they're doing. They're a part of the problem. And now, like I was saying before, with the Dream Act Amnesty, they've tried this before. And all the phone calls and letter writing that people did was phenomenal. But ultimately, do you think they gave a damn about that? No. It didn't 
to get passed for their own selfish reasons. So people beat it. America beat the Dream Act twice so far. Great. Everybody was celebrating. Everybody was happy. I don't get happy anymore. I don't take the time to sit there and say, look what we did. Because I know it's going to happen again. And when it's beat again, if you all think that the Republicans that are now going to control the House of Representatives aren't going to put their own words on it and try to do their own thing, you're foolish. I guarantee you, and I hate this, I hope that I'm wrong. I beg to be proven wrong because I want to have faith in something government. I want to believe in something on a federal level. But right now, all I believe in is the American people. Bottom line, that's it. Until anybody can sell me on something different. But I truly, truly believe that a Republican control of Congress will still ultimately find their own way to try to put some legislation through the House somehow, some way, with some words. That'll be another form of amnesty for illegals. And shame on the Republican Party. Shame on them. Because you know what? I, I was excited. When Michael Steele became the chairman of the Republican Party, I thought to myself, great. Finally. You know, African American is a politically correct term. I believe that we're Americans. Sorry. But we had an African American become the chairman of the RNC. Excellent. I thought maybe now we'd have the explanation as to, because we, we know liberals like to call Republicans, uh, you're neo-Nazis and you're, you're racist and you don't welcome the, the immigrant, all this other crap they try to throw out there to, you know, to politicize and publicize and the smear campaign and all that other shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, they, they do their best to paint a false, a false history of the Republican Party. He warned Barack Obama announced he was running for president after, of course, saying he wasn't going to. He cited Abraham Lincoln, and he cited Dr. Martin Luther King. You know what? Get your own icons, okay? Abraham Lincoln, Republican who went to war to free people from servitude, to free people from chains, to make everybody an equal, to have everybody live together, to experience the American dream hand-in-hand, Shoulder to shoulder, nobody deserves to be indentured. Nobody deserves to be slaves. That was a Republican president. Dr. Martin Luther King, great speaker, great activist, somebody who took a stand for what was right because even after Lincoln did that, we still had this diversity. We still had this divide in this country, racial divide. And Dr. Martin Luther King stood up and said, to hell with that. And he did a phenomenal job. He was a Republican, ladies and gentlemen. He was not a Democrat. We want to get historically here. Democrats were the first party of this country, and they were the ones that brought the slaves in. They purchased them. So that is the history, albeit a condensed one and a shortened one, of the Republican Party. Republican Party is not anti-anybody. They've been the ones that have been accepting that we're racially tolerant. They were the ones that welcomed everybody with open arms and said, be a part of this with us. I thought, finally, we're going to have somebody to sit there and say, this is who we are, not what they portray us to be. And has he? No. Steele hasn't done a damn thing. The RNC hasn't done a damn thing except say, give us your money. Just like the DNC, give us your money. Just like the Green Party, give us your money. For Christ's sake, stop it. Stop it. Republicans, historically, the party is, the party is about about tolerance, about believing that the people are the republic, no matter what color skin, no matter what social standing, no matter what you are, who you are, where you're from, you're in this country, come in this country the right way, you are a neighbor. You are a friend. You are a fellow citizen. Did we get any of that? No. I don't know why they say Republicans are the anti-immigrant ones, because let's face it now, I'm not somebody that bashes George Bush. I'm sorry, I'm not one of them. I thank him. I think he did a lot of great things. 
There was a lot of things that I disagreed with. That makes me unpopular as well. But again, this show, this format, this base isn't about me. It's about all of you. But under George W. Bush, he tried to pass comprehensive immigration reform, a.k.a. amnesty. So 2008, John McCain, we all know his story, Mr. Amnesty. So why do they say Republicans are, you know, anti-anybody when they're just as bad? They try to compare Republicans to the Nazi Party of Nazi Germany. Socialist. Socialist. Democrat. Socialist. That's what the Nazi Party was. So stop trying to paint this flawed and brittle history, this, you know, flawed understanding of what the political party is, because obviously when people talk like that, they don't know their head from their ass, or they don't know what they're talking about at all. But anyway, I got off, I got off base here. What I'm trying to get at is this. This is my overall point. And again, I actually will have, I, I will have guests. I will have, you know, <laughs> the actual topics and issues and things like that to, to talk about, to get into. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I am going to bring that to you. I didn't bring it to you before, but I am. The upcoming shows, especially with Going Premium, we're going to go, we're going to start two hours first. You know, we're going to have a whole format and everything else and have a free number for everybody to call. And, you know, we're going to do the whole forum, if you will. But this one is basically me ranting. And <laughs> who the hell am I? But you know what? I know that there's a lot of people out there that understand what I'm saying and get what I'm saying. And for everybody who doesn't, but are tuning in anyway, thank you. Thank you. Even if you disagree with what I'm saying but took the time to call in to listen or whatever, to be in the chat room or whatever it is, you took the time to listen, to hear a different point of view, to have, okay, I don't agree with everything, but I agree with this. Let's talk about it. Rather than say, you socialist, you bastard, you this, you that. Let's talk about it. Let's have an intellectual, intelligent debate rather than the finger pointing and the name calling and the Everybody, everybody has to have, I'm on this side, you're on that side. No. I'm not Mr. Let's reach hands across the aisle and, and find a, a sense of bipartisanship, whatever. You know what? All that's politicized. All of that is politicized. I'm about people realizing common sense and coming together. That's it. That's all. Voice of the People has believe it or not, has millions of followers. And we have people that are self-proclaimed liberals. We have people that are libertarians. We have Green Party people. <laughs> we have non-voters. We have Republicans. We have constitutionalists. It's a mixed bag. We have rallies. Even like we had in Arizona. People of all different political persuasion, if you will, come out. 112 degree heat. They stand out be a part of this rally, because they're a part of something, because they believe in something. They believe and know the difference from right from wrong. They believe that something needs to be done to fix what's happening. They believe that America's great. That is what we're about. That's what we exist for. I got sick and tired of people saying that, you know, it can't be done unless you're bankrolled. Really, you know what? A bankroll would really, really, truly help. It really, it honestly would. I'd love to go out there and and organize rallies and actually collect a salary while doing it. Wouldn't that be great? A job that actually means something. But that's not available to people like myself. No. We're the ones getting national press releases put out bashing us and criticizing us and condemning us because. We are against the grain. We're against the norm. We hold rallies and don't take people's money. We go and speak at different events, and we don't ask for a speaking fee. What a novel concept, huh? Regular, everyday people standing up for America. What is so bad and wrong and horrifying about that? So my point of today's rant which it's not really fair to say the return show, but I'm back, we'll be eating on Blog Talk Radio, I guess, for today. The actual return show, you know, next week we'll have a different setup and be all fancy and technical. My thing is, 
Both parties have screwed us, have betrayed us, have done their best to silence us, and only want to hear from us when it's mutually beneficial. All right? I believe in something more. I believe in something better, something greater. I believe that America is better than that, and we the people know it. We're going to go and have another rally in Arizona. We're going to do the end of January now. And we had Phoenix Rising in June this past year. Great event. We're going to do another one. Why? Because, again, like I said before, there's a state embattled in a legal battle with the federal government because they said our people are being killed, being kidnapped, our economy is dying because of this invasion on our borders, and nobody's doing anything about it, so let us do the job they won't do. And what do we get? The federal government saying, screw you, screw your state's rights. We're going to dictate what you can or cannot do, and we're going to take your ass to court. Who is talking about Arizona in the election? It came down to the general. Who is talking about it? Who is talking about the invasion? You don't want to address it as the illegal immigration issue. I don't even like to say illegal immigration. I believe in illegal alien invasion. That's what I like to use, okay? But, nevertheless, who is talking about it? So if you don't like to talk about that because it's a controversial issue, so to speak, then call it what it really is. Name it for what it's all about. National security. How can we say that our country is safe? And of course, you'll see numbers, USA and other groups out there saying, buying into the lie. Because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, there have been 12 million illegal aliens in this country since 1999. 12 million. For over 10 years, 12 million. I like that. That's a safe number, you know. That's a, that's a friendly number. It doesn't, it doesn't look as bad. Reality, people, 38 to 45 million illegals in this country. And what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they taking from us? A whole hell of a lot. Okay? A whole hell of a lot. So, our belief, my belief, (laughs) I, I get mixed to say that sometimes, is that nobody wants to talk about national security, truly. War against terror? I'm for it. I love family on 9 11. I say, Kick all the asses of anybody who wishes us ill, wishes us harm, okay? I'm for that. But to tell me that a drug cartel spilling over violence into the streets of Arizona, into the streets of Texas, into the streets of California, somehow isn't just as important of a national security issue than the war on terror, then I have a problem with you. And I have an issue with you. See, people want to run from the issues that will bring them heat. Not everybody can take being called names, being called a racist, being called a xenophobe. I still don't know what the hell that is. Being called this or that. Not everybody can handle it. Fine. That's fine. But you know. You know it's a problem. We're not racist. Illegal has no race. Illegal has no country of origin. Our country is not secure. And we have millions and millions of individuals that we cannot account for. That we don't know their agenda. We don't know who they are, what they are, where they come from. We don't know their history. But they're here. And they're hurting us. They're hurting our economy. They're hurting our education system. They're destroying the tax code. I mean, that's just a joke. And just so you know, I am 150 million percent against the IRS, I believe, in the fair tax, just so you're aware. A little bit about me. But anybody who wants to say that the illegal alien invasion isn't an issue of importance, I did this once at a Tea Party rally I got to speak at. Somebody said, because, again, I do talk about the issue a lot because it is important. But I deal with so much more. Nevertheless, somebody said, how does this tie into what we're talking about? Give me five minutes. And that's what I did. In five minutes, I explained how this invasion fits in, infiltrates, and bleeds every single thing that's critical to this nation, failing or succeeding. That's critical. How it affects it, how it hurts it, and people not even know it. 
They just don't hear it. You have other groups out there, like I said, fair at numbers. They they put out their emails and everything, but at the, at the bottom of the email, every time, donate now, donate now, donate now. It doesn't cost money. It doesn't cost money for people to stand up and say, this is wrong. This is a problem. All it takes is time and patience and a belief in something and a willingness to stand up and say what needs to be said without fear of being called names, without fear of being condemned because of your conviction. Then you have other groups, even with the DREAM Act, call your congressman, call your senator. Here's what you have to say. Read our script. Read our script. Send a fax. Send a phone call. Give us money. Read our script. They insult yours and my intelligence when they do that. I subscribe to all these because I like to watch them all. I like to see what they're all saying, where they're all coming from, and how somehow, someway, ultimately, it always spins into give us your money. We're out there, like other groups across this country, with no fanfare, no great media exposure, not getting a seat at the table, if you will, holding rallies, getting thousands and thousands of people to come out. Where are they? Where are Numbers USA and FAIR? They want to speak at events, you know, have a representative speak at one of your rallies, but are they a part of organizing it? No. They send out emails. I'm sorry, but sending emails doesn't save our country. Sending emails and taking our money doesn't save this nation. It takes people to be willing to be active, to take a stand for something, to actually go out there and put the money where your mouth is. You know, that is what it requires. We send a message with every single rally we hold. We send a message and say, we are not alone because there's others out there that feel the same damn way as me, as him, as them, whatever. Be it black, white, female, male, whatever. Young and old, we believe in something greater. Another belief of mine is that our veterans, our heroes, that our military are the ones that deserve to be honored and appreciated every single day. Because they are the reason why I could sit here and do this radio show. Are the reason why you can go to work, you can live in your house, you can go to do whatever. They fight for it. They fight for that. And past generations have sacrificed so much. Every time a soldier gives his life in defense of this country, we should all take a moment of pause. We should all say a silent prayer. No matter what denomination you are, what religion it may be, say a prayer. These individuals have volunteered themselves to fight for something they believe in, a greatness that they believe in. And I believe in that. And I know that all of you out there, somehow, someway, even if it's not as prevalent as it is with me, you believe in that. You believe in the greatness of what this country is and what it stands for and what it has to offer. Because that is America. That's who we are and what we are. And nobody does it better. Absolutely no one. So, in case you couldn't tell, I tend to go off on a lot of things, but I hope to try to spin it all together at the end. <laughs> That's my goal anyway. I don't always do that. I don't, I'm not good at following the script or an agenda. I just kind of roll with it. I'm one of those people that speaks from the heart. And a lot of you out there are just like me. A lot of you out there feel the same way and just don't care about who thinks what, who says what. We care about doing our part and speaking up and at least saying what we give a damn about, what we see going on. There needs to be more of us like that. So, upcoming, like I said, we are going to return to Arizona to bring light once again to the fact that we have a state being sued by the Fed, trying to railroad them and take away their rights to keep their people safe. Another rally to bring Awareness to that fact, to let everybody know that Arizona's problems haven't just mysteriously and magically gone away. But they're still in a fight. They're still fighting. So, we go to Arizona. In April, we were supposed to go to the Alamo this past this past year, but the city of San Antonio decided to stop us. That 
all costs from having the event. So it didn't come to fruition. But we are going to have three rallies in Texas, and they will not be at the Alamo. We have filed a lawsuit against the city of San Antonio. So we're moving on that. And that's not for the money. It's not about money. It's about them silencing free speech, putting a price tag on free speech. That's where we have the problem. So we're going to have three rallies in Texas, definitely Houston and Dallas, and the third one is to be determined still. From there, we're going to go to Tennessee, we're going to go to Kentucky, and I'm hoping to get to North Carolina and South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, which our last caller was from. So we're going to be updating you and keeping you informed of where we're going and what we're doing. Our website is VOTPUSA.com. Again, that's V as in Victor, O-T-P-U-S-A.com for Voice of the People, USA.com. Facebook, my name is Daniel Smariglio. That's a hellish last name, but that's what I have. So you can find me on Facebook. You can find Voice of the People on Facebook. And, of course, you can find America Rising on Facebook. We're all over it. And we'll keep you updated on where we're going, what we're doing, and what it's about. Because, like I said, not every rally is about illegal immigration, but you damn sure better believe we're going to include the illegal alien invasion as one of our issues to cover. We're going to include the Tenth Amendment violations and the taking away of our state's rights in those rallies. We're going to include the anchor baby issue, the Fourteenth Amendment. We're going to include the right to bear arms, to keep and bear arms, free speech, and so much more. I'm a believer that the only political platform that means anything that is worth following is the United States Constitution. That's it. And I ask you, what's so wrong with that? What's so horrid about adhering to and following and understanding and believing in the document that gave us what we have today? That's where I come from. That's who I am. I'm an unapologetic conservative community organizer. Me and DHO, one of the same. Folks, again, I can't thank you enough for those who actually put up with me and listen. And we are going to be joined. I'm going to have a kind of a rotating cast upcoming with co-hosts, but you'll see a couple names out there with me, and they'll be joining me weekly and you know, and again, guests, and we will have various different people from other activists to politicians who are brave enough to get Tom Tancredo on the show, State Representative Darrell Metcalf from Pennsylvania, um, hopefully get Senator Russell Pierce we worked with in Arizona, people like that. We're going to get them on this show to talk about what's going on and talk about the issues, and it's refreshing. It's very, very refreshing to hear a politician actually speak up and say what we think because there are some of them out there. A lot of them out there are taught to say what we think, are taught to say that, well, we did a focus group, and this issue is something you should talk about because it will get you elected. Screw the focus groups. Screw the platforms. Screw the agendas. Care about America. Care about the citizens of this country who are suffering every single day that are feeling and reaping the effects of this broken economy and this broken system and hold these bastards accountable. Hold them accountable. Don't falter. Say what needs to be said. So, you can always count on me going off in my in my usual rants because it's what I do. Like I said, I'm passionate, but so be it. If you disagree with what I say, Call in. Tell me. Let's talk. I want that. I want to have discussion rather than resentment and name-calling. That is constructive. That will bring us to a common ground. That will take us a lot further than pointing the finger of blame. You agree with what I'm saying. Call in. Join the discussion. If you're on the fence and have no opinion, call in. This show is going to be an issue-oriented show. We'll talk about what's going on currently and things like that. But I want a unique point of view. I'm tired of the professional guests, if you will, 
the professional people that call on radio shows and talk about themselves and talk about how great they are and talk about all their extensive knowledge and stuff that we don't give a damn about, I believe that a show of this magnitude could be effective when it's focused on solely and primarily for the people. I want to offer an avenue for everybody to call in and be a part of something. We're going to take time and actually promote it and get it out there to more. So more people can actually know this show exists and want to be a part of it. That's what we're about. You go to BLP USA in the search box on Blog Talk Radio. You see we do have, excuse me, previous episodes on demand. You hear some of the issues that we've gone into and things we've spoken about and, you know, get a feel for who we are and what we are and hear what's already been done. It's a whole new direction now. This show, albeit the return show, really is the end show of what was. Because what we have upcoming is going to be different. I want it to be different because it needs to be different. We need to have a way to get out there to more people and have them interact. That is what it's about. That's what we are about. That's what our movement's about. That's why we do what we do. There's no other way. There's no other way. So, again, I thank you all so much for putting up with me. And I didn't answer any questions. I didn't offer solutions. I offer my own version of common sense criticism, my own perspective. If you feel like I feel, I ask you to get involved, to come out, be a part of this, be a part of this show, be a part of when we come to your town, your state, holding rallies, be a part of it. It's not easy to do, not taking me. It's hard. It's very hard. But the reward outweighs the debt and the expense and the hell to get there. Because when we see thousands of people standing there at that rally, you're not up there to see me speak. Even our guest speakers, you're not there for them. You're there because you care enough, because you believe enough, because you want to be a part of the solution rather than the ongoing problem, the ongoing get-us-nowhere-quick routine that we've seen way too much of. I believe in something better. I believe in something greater. We the people are the majority that matters. We are the only ones that matter. And it's up to you and I to reach out to more people, to get them involved, to bring them in, to have them on board, to offer their opinion, offer their suggestions, their solutions, or, you know, call me up and tell me that you want us to come there and have a rally. Bring up an issue you want us to focus on. We will. That's what it's about. No issue, no issue is off the table with me. Anything you want to hear discussed, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. Let's bring it up, shine some light on it, get it out there, and start mobilizing. Because that's what we do. That's who we are. And all of this is impossible without all of you. I am forever, forever indebted to each and every one of you out there that gives me a chance, that gives our rallies a chance, that gives us a time of day, that listens to this radio show, whether you're involved or not, whether you're in the chat room or not, you're just listening on your computer. Thank you. Thank you. I made a decision years ago to serve at the altar of the American people. You have never led me astray. And the least I could do is offer the same for you. Everybody out there, again, thank you. God bless you all, and thank you all. And to our call that called in, I'm sorry we lost you, but thank you. I hope that you will call in for one of our upcoming shows again blogtalkradio.com V-O-P-U-S-A put it in the search box and you can follow us there and I'm getting a little the little prompt telling me we're down to seconds now so find us on Blog Talk Radio V-O-P-U-S-A or America Rising our show will be tomorrow at 5 same blog talk time next week we will have a different time for this show because we will be going premium we will have a two hour show free call in number co-host guests all of you Get involved. God bless you all, and thank you all. I appreciate it. And I ask you to stay involved, to keep being a part of something. And you have no idea what it means to me. And I love seeing people come together and 
talk about things and bring up things and just go off. Vent. Engage and rage. That's what I want from all of you. Tell me what you're upset about. Because I damn sure believe that I'm upset about it too. And I want to hear it addressed. I want to see it acted upon. And I want to hear somebody somewhere say, this is how we could fix it. This is the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you again. And I will see you next week. Remember, Facebook, Dan Sprickwheels, Voice of the People, America Rising, Blog Talk, VOP USA, America Rising. And the website is VOTPUSA.com. Thank you all. I will talk with you soon. This is Dan Sprickwheels. Goodbye. Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.